Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to Life Stories. Thanks for listening in. I hope you have had a one time, wonderful time celebrating however you celebrate it. I'm, I'm pretty much, um, I, I go to bed at nine every night, so I'm not much of a night owl. I did stay up late for New Year's because I had family here, but Generally, I'm asleep before 9.30. My daughter knows if she ever texts me after 9, I'm not going to see it until the next morning. So I hope you had fun celebrating. I hope that you are as hopeful about 2024 as I am. Um, You know, this episode had a lot of different ideas as to what I was going to do. I wanted to definitely post something today because I want to be consistent. That's one of the things that I've learned this year. And I'm not going to do a word of the week because I have three words that I want to talk to you about. I am hopeful for 2024. You know, I hopefully, like you, have grown a lot this year. I've learned a lot. Some lessons were hard. Some were not so hard. Some were just fun. I've grown a lot. I think about at the beginning of last year when I started. Well, I started in October of 2022, but... My first interview was at the beginning of January of 2023, and I was going back to look at all the interviews. I've done 29 interviews. I plan on doing a lot more than that this year, and I've learned a lot, and I'm I'm still loving what I get to do. I'm, I'm very excited about it. I'm excited to share the stories, even more stories than I have been, but I was thinking back to the guests that I've had, and, and I don't know if you've listened to all the episodes, you know, I never expect anybody to, I just get happy when they do, and I love feedback, I love knowing that somebody that listened to an episode was encouraged, or they were inspired to start something new, or that they just like listening, I, I love that, and I'm thankful for that, and you know, I started out with my cousin it's my cousin's wife but she's family she's been around forever and she will be so she's family she was brave and uh, was my first guest and talked about her journey with foster care and adoption they have adopted four children but they are also foster parents and so she shed some light on that area of life for me and then Um, I had my friend Michelle on who talked about cancer survival and how she's helping people with the foundation that she named in honor of her mom who passed away from cancer and what she's doing in her job to help people who might find themselves in that same situation. And then I talked to a friend, my friend Yvonne, who is starting a publishing company, which I think is so cool. I love reading. I love writing. I love everything about that. And so I love that she's doing that. But I've talked to people who are in prison ministry. I've talked to a woman, uh, Hannah Overton. She was wrongfully convicted and sent to prison for seven years, federal prison for seven years. That was quite a story. I mean, crazy, crazy. My friend Jennifer shared her story so sweetly, and she got involved in sex trafficking. She didn't even really know what it was until... Years later, she realized when she heard somebody talking about it that that was something she had been through. And she shared her story of how she even got in it and how miraculously she got out of it. And I've talked to a lot of people with nonprofits who are helping. I mean, they're helping people in incredible different ways. And one of the things that I've started to do, as as I realized I was talking to people who were helping others, I began looking for people who were doing unique things. I love unique nonprofits. My hope is that people will listen 
to these episodes and that they will get an idea to, to do something like that in their area. You know, JK Community Farm, I talked to them recently. They have a farm in Virginia, a 150-acre farm, and all of the food that is grown is given away to food banks. They don't sell any of it. They just give it all away. They have thousands of volunteers that help each year. It's a beautiful thing that they're doing. But so many other people could be doing that. And maybe they are. I just haven't found them yet. OGO, the, the nonprofit I talked to in Ohio, they are a mobile unit that takes things like Christmas trees and a trailer full of pumpkins so kids can experience a pumpkin patch. They have food pantries. They do Christmas gifts. They do all these things, but they take their mobile unit to communities that don't have the ability to get out. These people who don't have cars or they don't have the money to you know, get around to different areas. These women are taking their mumble unit to different places. I've just been very encouraged and inspired by the people that I've talked to this year. It is my honor to get to share their stories, and I, I just love it. I can't believe I get to do what I'm doing. But there's three things that I've learned about myself this year, and I was going to share those real quick with you. You know, this is a time of reflection. Yeah, at the end of the year, people tend to get this way, especially at the beginning of the year, but you know, reflecting back over the last year and what can I do better? What can I do differently? What do I need to change about my life? And there are things that I need to change, like exercising. You know, I'm not very consistent with that, but I'm going to change that in 2024. As I've reflected over this podcast, I've grown a lot personally by stepping out and doing this. And maybe you can look back and over the last year, reflect and see things that have changed in your life, whether for good or not. Maybe you can reflect and see, you know, how you've grown, because I'm sure you have. I'm sure we have all grown, even if it's a little bit. A little bit is better than nothing. One of the things that I've learned this year is to be more consistent. I read a book this year with a book club through Behind Her Brand called The Consistency Pill by Simon Chan, and it helped me a lot. And what also helped me from that book is that the group of women that I'm with, those entrepreneurs, we set goals. We set 30 days of goals, something we were going to do consistently every day for 30 days. And that changed a lot for me. I was kind of here and there, you know, reaching out to people, doing this, doing that. I wasn't, I didn't really have a plan each week. But reading that book and, and being challenged to be consistent in reaching out and working on this podcast every single day, even if it's one little thing that I'm doing, made a huge difference. There was a time, I think it was Thanksgiving, where I was so busy because we hosted Thanksgiving here. We had family in town that I didn't do anything for five days. And when I sat back down, I was flustered because I had to think for a minute about what I had been doing and what I needed to be doing. And I realized then I can't do that. I know that you know there is time to take off a little bit, but I can't do that for five days anymore. I've got to be consistent with all of it. So I have definitely learned to be more consistent in what I'm doing on this podcast. And it's paid off. I'm very thankful that it has paid off. Another thing that I've learned about myself is that I have become very brave. For me, that's a very big deal. I was not ever a brave child. I was. I lived in a lot of fear. And I lived with a lot of anxiety for a long time. And um, being brave was just not part of who I was. But as I got healed of a lot of things, as I was able to recognize patterns in my life and how to find the root of those patterns and how to deal with them, I have become more confident and 
definitely more brave. You know, reaching out to people. I have no problem sending an email to someone or a Facebook message to someone to ask them to be on my podcast. I have no problem with that. And even sitting down to talk to someone that I've never met before whose face is going to pop up on the screen doesn't scare me a bit. Uh, everybody has been so kind and so cordial and um, I've just loved getting to do that. So that doesn't scare me at all. The only interview that I did that I was a little bit nervous about, I think I was a little nervous because I was shocked that he said yes, but was when I interviewed Harry Whitaker. Harry Whitaker is an author and uh, his mom was Lucinda Riley. And I don't know if you're familiar with her books. I've talked about this multiple times on my Facebook page and, and on here, but she wrote a series of books that I was very invested in. There were seven total that she wrote and the books are, you know, four and 500 page books. And so after the seventh book, that was supposed to be the end. And then maybe three days after I finished that seventh book, she passed away. And so as I began reading online of what was going to happen, because I, and I'm sure everybody else that read those books, had lots of questions about, you know, things that were unanswered in that series. Because at the end of the seventh book, she said there would be an eighth book. So, you know, I was excited about the eighth book, but then she passed away and I thought, well, are we going to ever find out what happens? And her son, she had spoken with her son before she passed. He wrote the eighth book. And I thought it would be really fun to talk to him, but he lives in England. And why in the world would he want to talk to little old me on my podcast? But I sent an email anyway. I was brave. And I sent an email. And he said yes. <laughs> and he said yes quickly. Like the next day, he said, can we do it tomorrow at 930? Oh, my gosh. I was I was so excited. I was a little silly. But... That was definitely a brave thing on my part, but I'm so glad I did it. He was great to talk to. He was so sweet. He told me all kinds of things I didn't know, and that was a lot of fun. It made me want to reach out to more authors, and I probably will be doing that this year. The third thing that I have learned to do, and this applies, this has helped me in my personal life, not just on here, but is to listen. You know, it's one thing for me to get on here and have an agenda and my list of questions to ask and make sure I get all these questions asked. But it's another thing to stop and listen to really what, you know, my guest is saying. One of the things my husband, I'm always asking him for feedback. And he said, you know, sometimes when you, when they're talking, you're listening, but you're constantly affirming them vocally and you don't need to do that. And, and so I've tried to be better about that just to be quiet and let them talk. It's more difficult when I just do audio because I can't see their face. And so sometimes there's a lag and so it sounds like I'm talking over them and I don't mean to, but that's just part of it. And so I'm really learning not just to be quiet, but to really listen, listen to what they're saying and, you know, maybe ask a question that's not on my list of questions because I can hear something in their voice. I can hear something about what they're talking about. This has been such a fun year for me, and I am so excited about 2024. There's a couple of opportunities that I've been given to do some neat things. I can't talk about them yet, but I will next month. You know, stepping out and being brave has not just happened on this podcast. It's happened in my personal life. I've been offered opportunities that I could have said no to because I was scared of, but I said yes, and I'm excited about them. I'm excited about what is going to happen. I'm excited about 
just the things that are going to take place and evolve through this podcast. And I just want to say thank you. You know, if you are a regular listener, I thank you for sticking around and listening to me jabber on about my life or about, you know, whatever topic. I thank you for the people that have sent messages, whether email or texts or you know, people that I know personally or direct messages, thank you for doing that. I appreciate every ounce of encouragement that I have received from this podcast. And I've got some of the sweetest compliments from people that I would not have expected to hear from. I thank you for reviews. Getting reviews is hard. I think people just don't think about it. I don't always think about it either for others, so I I understand. So the people that have given me reviews, even if you didn't say anything, even if you just gave me stars on Apple, I appreciate it. And I want to say thank you for that. The next two weeks, I have new guests and I plan on continuing that every week. I don't know what else I'm going to do, but there might be, you know, a couple of little changes here and there. But I want to say thank you for sticking around and for being a part of Life Stories. I hope you have a very happy new year. Thanks for listening.